Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. In today's beautiful gospel, we revisit a story that we are all in need of hearing often. And it's for that reason that we read it quite a few times. We read this gospel twice, and if there's an extra week in one of the Coptic months in the second half of the year, we read this gospel again, as we did actually in the, in the last month of Abib. We read this gospel again. So this is actually the third time that we have read this gospel. And we know the story. We all know the story. We're very familiar. We know the story that God, our Savior, He fed 5,000 people, not including women and children, with five loaves and two fish. We know that He is our provider. We know that He is the one that can change all of the odds, even if everything is stacked against us. If everything seems hopeless, He can change it. We know it. We know it all too well. We know that all things with Him are possible. And we know that nothing is impossible. We know this. We know about it. We talk about it together. But in spite of all of this that we know, that we are sure of, we often get weak. We often fall into the trap of relying on our own understanding. And that's when things get difficult. When we rely on our own understanding, on our own power and our own abilities. We read, then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing the great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him for he himself knew what he would do. So St. John is giving us the answer here. He's, he's testing him. He's giving us the, the backstory. And Philip answered and said, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every man may have a little. God asks, where? Philip answers, how much? It's not enough. He didn't answer the question. If you think about it, Philip didn't answer the question. Right? Imagine if I ask you today, where are you going after church? And you say to me, I have 20 bucks. Right? Congratulations, you have 20 bucks. That's great, but he didn't answer the question. So Philip here did not answer the question. He relied on his own understanding, his own calculation. He jumped to the end. Oh, we don't have enough money. Doesn't matter where. We don't have no money. Right? God today is asking us where? Where? And oftentimes we answer, oh, how much? Uh, it's not enough. God comes to us today to elevate us, to place crowns on our head, to purify us, to sanctify us, to change us. And He asks us where? Where can I take you? Where can I lead you? Where can I show you your true potential? And we reply, what? How much? No, no, I, I don't have enough. What I have is not enough for this. I'm sorry, I, I, can't, I can't change. I can't be holy. Uh, I don't have enough. So today we want to look at this gospel through this lens. Because there are so many things that we can take from this gospel. And as we have mentioned in the past, this is the one story that we read in every single gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, this gospel. Because we need to hear it very, very often. We don't want to rely on our own understandings. 
No matter what we have, God can multiply it. He can amplify it as He did with the five loaves and two fish. And of course, usually when we talk about this, we talk about money. Right? He can take our little and make it big. When we are struggling financially or when we're trying to undergo a project, how are we going to get the money? Five loaves and two fish, God will provide. But we're not talking about money today. That's, that's easy. We've talked about it. We're talking about us personally. Us personally. Our Lord asks Philip here personally to test him, to see if his faith is strong. To see if he would reply with the proper reply with the proper response. Something along the lines of, Lord, you are here. You are here. So whatever we need, you can provide. We don't have to worry about where you are here. The Lord says, shall we, where shall we go to buy bread for all these people? And we can imagine if Philip had that, that strong faith, he would look at him smiling and saying, Lord, you're, you're messing with me. What do you mean where? You're here. You're here. Right? Of course, from you. We're going to get everything from you. You who gave manna to the children of Israel in the desert. You who brought forth water from a rock. You who opens the eyes of the blind. You who walks on water and commands the wind and the sea. You who make the lame to walk and the mute to speak. You who are creator of all. From you, we will get bread from you, as we get everything in our life from you. This is the kind of response that we want to meditate within our hearts today. How do we respond to God when He comes to us and says, where? Where? Because every single one of us personally is dealing with a struggle. Every single person sitting here, including myself, including everyone who is listening elsewhere. Everyone is dealing with something. And the Lord stands in front of us today and He says, Ha, where? Where are we going to get what we need to solve this problem? Where are we going to get the tools we need to be released from this sin? Or that sin that has been holding on to us? Where are we going to get the solution to our marital problem? Or our friendship problem? Where are we going to get what we need to finally forgive? To love? To be who God created us to be. From Him? The answer is from Him. Isn't He who multiplied the five loaves and two fish? Isn't He the one who fed them? Right? From Him. It came from Him. If we remember actually in the Gospels, our Lord sends the disciples out and tells them to take no money. If you remember this in Luke chapter 9, we read, Then He called His twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And He said to them, Take nothing for the journey. Take neither staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money. And do not have two tunics apiece. Don't even take a change of clothes. To us, this seems kind of strange, right? Can you imagine if you were traveling abroad to a different country for a few weeks, and someone asks you, what are you, uh, you going to take with you? Oh, my passport. No bag, no clothes, no money? No. Not even a toothbrush? No. Where I wake up, there will be a new toothbrush waiting for me. When I get hungry, food will be there. When I need something, God will provide it. This is the kind of faith that our Lord is looking for. This is the kind of faith that we need to have in our life. Of course, we're not saying if you're going on a trip, don't 
Don't take clothes and don't take a toothbrush. No, take your toothbrush, take your passport, take your stuff. But we are talking about the internal. The internal. This journey, the journey on earth, our journey throughout this life unto the kingdom of God. What do we need for this journey? We need nothing but Him. We need nothing but communion. He will provide everything we need. First seek the kingdom of God and everything, literally everything will be added to you. Don't worry about the clothes. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the food. Don't worry about that. Me. Him. Let us seek Him. Let us have Him and we will have everything we need for the journey. He will provide everything as He provided in this story. And as we read in Luke chapter 9, He gave them power and authority and then sent them out and told them not to take anything. Does God not give us power and authority? Does He leave us empty? No, He never leaves us empty. We, when we send our children off to a trip, if one of our children is going abroad or going on a retreat, even for three days with the church, do you have everything? Did you take your toothbrush? Did you take, take a jacket? It's cold. Take, take, take this. Make sure you have this. Did you bring this? Where's your charge? Do you have your phone? Our own children, we make sure that wherever they are going, they are sent with what they need. Is God not going to give us what we need for this journey? Of course He is. He does not leave us empty. He gives us power and authority in Him. Power to rely on Him and authority to tread on what? Huh? Serpents and scorpions and upon every power of the enemy. We have this authority. Do we believe it? Do we use it? Or do we say, ah, what I have is not enough. I can't, I can't shake this sin. I can't let go of it. I can't, I can't forgive. I can't do it. No, I can't. I can't. This is who I am. This is how I am. No, false. No. God gave us the authority and the power to rely on Him, to get everything we need from Him, and He has given us authority. And this is why He sends us out and says, you don't need anything. Where? It's impossible. How can we feed all these people? Where? Oh, not enough. No, the answer is you. We get everything from you. So let us today remember that He is the source of all things. We want to meditate together briefly on one of the Psalms, Psalm 77. I'm going to read it briefly, not all of it. In Psalm 77 we read, In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night without ceasing. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and I was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed within me. You hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. So we can imagine here, I, we're so upset. I can't sleep. I can't even talk. I am so frustrated. I have this issue. I don't know what to do. Where are you? How are we going to solve this problem? Where are we going to go to get what we need? I can imagine. Right? I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. My soul makes spirit, uh, diligent search. Excuse me. And look at here. Will the Lord cast off forever? Will He be favorable no more? Has His mercy ceased forever? Has His promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has He in His anger shut up His tender mercies? And I said, this is my anguish. Can you can imagine what kind of anguish, what kind of trouble you have to be in to say, has God forgotten to be gracious? Has God forgotten to love us? Has God, what, what's going on? I don't have what I need to solve this issue. Where are you, Lord? And look at this quick turnaround. There's a beautiful turnaround in this psalm. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember the wonders of old, your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work 
and talk of your deeds. Even if I have to talk to myself and remind myself of all of the things that you have done for me. All of the trouble that I was in and you got me out of it. All of the times I didn't know where, where I was going to get the tools, where I was going to get the money, where I was going to get the means, and you bailed me out. I'm going to meditate on these things. Your way, O oh God, is in the sanctuary. Hmm? Communion, right? As we know, the theme of, of, of this month is communion, right? Baptism, communion, repentance, as we will see. And as Abuna spoke about last week, who is so great a God as our God? This is what we want to ask ourselves. When we think we don't have enough, when we th think we are short on grace, on, on our abilities, who is so great a God as our God? You are the God who does wonders. Is not feeding the five loaves and two fish wonders? It's a wonder. You have declared your strength among the peoples. You have with your arm redeemed your people. And as we move forward, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. So we see here in this psalm a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions. In the beginning, it starts off angry. I'm lost. I cannot sleep. My eyelids are open. I can't even speak. That's how angry I am. I'm, 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 I'm frustrated. I don't even know what to do with myself. And at the end, after I think, has God forgotten to be merciful? No, 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 no. Hold on. No. No, no, no. I have to talk to myself. No way. I'm going to think about all of the times that God has delivered me. I'm going to think about all of the times. How did I even make it this far? It's a miracle that I've made it this far. It is because I got everything I needed from Him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And without Him, I can do nothing. As He tells His disciples, without me, you can do nothing. And He tells us, without me, you can do nothing. So He is the all in all. He is the provider. We want to be how the end of this psalm is. No, no, no. You led your people. You're going to leave me. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to sleep in peace knowing where I'm going to get what I need is from you. You're the answer. You got this. We're going to take care of it together because I know you are here. Five loaves and two fish, 5,000 people. How are we going to do it? Where? Where are we going to get food? How much? No, don't worry about how much. Don't worry about what, our have, what we have. Let us not answer as Philip answered and said, I don't have enough. We don't want to look at our abilities or our shortcomings or our weaknesses. Let us say, Lord, you, you are the answer. Where am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? You. In the repentance, in the confession, in the communion, in the reading of the Gospels, in the reading of the Bible, in my prayer, in my fasting, in my almsgiving, this is where you are hidden. This is where I will find you and this is where I will get all the tools I need for whatever I encounter on this journey of life. The answer is you. Let us all meditate on this. May God give us to call upon Him and upon His name and to remember that He is the all and all in this life. So when God asks us where, we are not going to answer what I have is not enough. How much? 200. You. You. Glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.